recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs <laughs> twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. Now I hear it. Now you hear it. I once so, again forgot to change my Zoom inputs from when I interviewed Lauren. So, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't affect anything other than you hearing the music, so. <laughs> well, unfortunately, at the beginning of the show, it's like, if we're going to do the thing we usually do, I need to hear yeah, when I'm right. supposed to come in and say, hey, Devo Spice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because we're professionals. Whee! We know what we're doing. <laughs> um, welcome to episode 600. Oops, I forgot to update the screen. God damn it. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, you behind the scenes in real time here. Uh, do episode number is 699, and the title is An Unhealthy Motion. Let's update that. <laughs> so, there, there's the pretty screen. And the title's in the chat. So welcome to episode 699 of the Funny Music Podcast for November 9th, 2023. The title is An Unhealthy Motion. And uh, go away. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hi. It's, 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 Steve's going to be here later and you're, you interviewed Lauren? Yes. So Lauren is pre-recorded. Steve Goody is doing a thing with his family. He will be available in about a half an hour. So we're going to do Lauren's um, song and interview first. And then Steve will join us at about 930 or so, give or take. So uh, let's do this stupid thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Uh, mainly just doing my dumb job and trying to, you know, uh, keep something that resembles a positive attitude or at least a not negative attitude. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, because it, it sucks and it's boring, but I'm trying to um, uh, get my act together and and make a new updated to do list so I can figure out if there's anything important uh, that I need to do that I've forgotten about, um, and if not, then I can move on to other things. Um, you know, I suppose at some point soon I need to be uh, figuring out MarsCon stuff. I know there's a ConCon meeting this Sunday, so I should probably have something to tell them. Uh, you know, besides the fact that, you know, we've already announced uh, Andy is going to be there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, not much to, to say. Uh, um, uh, me and Kyle recorded the next episode of the Tunes podcast. We, we watched another uh, Saturday morning preview special. Oh, cool. Um, this, I, this I enjoyed those. From, <laughs> those. This one was from 1995. And all of the ones that are left on my chart that I have YouTube links for are basically between 1996 and 2003 with the exception of one from 1983 because they did it like a fake award show thing and it lasted like the you know the air broadcast i'm assuming was like a two hour span of time because taking commercials out it's like an hour and 30 minutes on youtube so we're kind of saving that one to be the last one we do as a big okay. grand finale so um <laughs> and and i assure you enough, i have not seen any of the specials from like 
95 on. <laughs> yeah. And and it's like they get progressively worse in terms of like writing, production, budget, you know, effort, etc. So, yeah. Um uh, uh and the the one the big one that we're saving for the end was actually filmed just down the street on Alameda uh in front of a building that used to be uh the NBC headquarters. Uh it is now simply called the Burbank Studios and some other company owns it and just rents out the studios. I think Blizzard Games might have a, a some kind of offices in there or something, and mm-hmm. the iHeartRadio company. But way back in the day, it was NBC Studios. So, yeah. Um, um, Brett Glass wants to know if MarsCon has released their secret convention theme. Didn't they announce the theme? That's classified. No. Okay. So, And by that, I mean the theme is that's classified. <laughs> So it's like spies and stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is basically, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, um, upon seeing like the teasers of what next year might be, uh, Alex Ann wanted me to film her. Maybe I didn't post this publicly. Maybe I just posted this to uh, the, the the MarsCon, you know, inner ConCom group. But it was basically uh, Alex and I wanted me to film her coming up with this idea for like what the potential opening ceremony sketch would be. <laughs> and it was basically along the lines of spies and stuff like that. So, so she was right is my point. Uh, what have you been up to since last week? Oh, um, well, I finally, finally, finally got all those packages shipped out that I've owed people for almost a month now. Some of them. So sorry. Um, the, the reason it took so long was because it was just, have you ever like had a task to do that was just mentally insurmountable and you just were like, I can't do this. I can't deal with this. That's what this was. I had so many orders come in at once and so many of them required me making more CDs. Um, I ended up making 32 CDs in total of 11 different Fump compilations. That wow. So... Like, that was like, oh, I can't fill this order until I make that CD. I can't fill this order until I make that CD. And it was just like, all right, I'm just going to do this all at once when I have the mental energy. And it didn't happen until, I think, Tuesday night. I finally, I sat over there and I'm like, I'm going to burn these damn CDs. And we're going to get stock back. And we're going to do this. And so everything has been shipped out except for one package, which was an international order that he somehow placed the order and it didn't charge him for shipping. Huh. And like, if it was a small amount, I'd be like, whatever and send it. But I don't know if you've looked at international shipping rates lately, shipping three CDs to the UK cost $27. So I'm not going to eat that. He's going to pay that. <laughs> yeah. Like just even shipping things to Canada, it's like I, it's insane. They order, one CD, they order one CD. It's like the postage is more than the cost of the CD yeah. itself that they're buying. You know, I think Canada is like seventeen dollars now for one CD or something. Ian was talking about shipping the Logan Awards to Australia for for Tom Cardi, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, UPS quoted me three hundred dollars," and we're like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we will send him the 3D file. He can print it him damn self. <laughs> we can, we'll, put, we'll put Ian on a plane. Right. Send him <laughs> that would probably be cheaper at this point. <laughs> so, but anyway, that 
um, that albatross is off my neck now, finally. So I am caught up with the shipping. So I apologize to everyone who's been waiting on stuff, but it, it, it is in the mail now. Um, the other thing on Tuesday, the other thing that happened on Tuesday is um, my friend Mer Lafferty, who's an author, had a new book come out. And I got the... Um, I got the notice from Audible that my pre-order was ready, and I was like, oh, great, I can start listening to it while I'm doing things around the house. So I start listening to the book, and the first thing I hear is um, the narrator after the introductions, part one, she says, I'm resigned to my fate, so I state in plain words, if gravity's so great, explain birds. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> And then, it, then, then I remembered that Murr asked me for permission to quote Gravity is Stupid like a year and a half ago. And <laughs> I said yes and then forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so it was such, it, it was like such an exciting moment for me. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, she's quoting my song, you know. Um, the beginning of part two, she quotes Take the Fire Back by Worm Quartet. And Worm Quartet also gets name dropped like halfway through the book. <laughs> Um, but the name of the book is Chaos Terminal. It's part two in what she's calling the Midsolar Murders. Um, I am really enjoying this book right now. I'm, I'm, I have, I think I have two hours left in the audiobook, and I'm loving it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, the premise is she describes it as murder she wrote on Babylon Five. <laughs> it's a murder mystery on a space station. But the premise is that the the lead character is like a Jessica Fletcher character, where like People die around her wherever she goes, you know, and then she solves the mystery, except on Murder, She Wrote, nobody ever mentions that, whereas that's <laughs> the whole thing with the Midsolar Murders is that people die around her and she solves the, solves the murders, and but, you know, it's messing with her brain that, like, people are constantly dying around her, so she actually leaves Earth and, like, hides from humanity on an alien space station and then humans come to the space station and hilarity ensues and that's the first book and then the second book is called chaos terminal so it's cool stuff um and the other thing i've been dealing with is the website fraud has started up again um the the uh, people uh charge you know the, the whoever has these stolen credit cards and is running them through my processor and i Last week, I was it last week or sometime recently, I was, um, no, it was a while ago, actually. I, I realized one of the mistakes I made was that my, the file that had my API key, and the, the thing is they keep getting my API credentials and I, I don't know how. So the file that had my API key was in the same web directory as the, as the FUMP website. And I'm like, okay, that's bad because it's web readable even though it's a php file and you can't see its contents it's still web readable so i moved it up a directory so that it's not accessible by the website or anything anyone else except the root of the server so it still works it's just in a different place now and so i got i, I generated a new api key and put it in this you know separate secure folder and i even changed permissions on the folder to make sure it's not publicly readable and within 48 hours the fraud started up again so i was like i need help so i today i opened a ticket with my web host and i explained everything that's going on 
And uh, they did a scan of my site and they found two scripts on the site that shouldn't be there. So they've disabled those. I'm going to take a look at them tomorrow. Um, and hopefully those are those scripts or whatever they're using to get in. Um, and hopefully that'll that will shut it down. They also gave me a couple other um, suggestions, which are going to be much bigger projects, which I'd rather not do. But if I have to, I have to. Um, so, yeah, that's fun. That's, uh, why can't these people just get a real job? Why do you have to commit credit card fraud? Get a life. Yeah, really. <sighs> All right. Let's do some music. Uh, first song of the week is by Lauren Mayer, followed by a brief interview with her. Here is Woke. Hey, um, before we, yeah. before you start, how long is the interview? 11 minutes. Okay, cool. So you've got about 13 minutes if you need to go pee or something. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is Woke Mind Virus by Lauren Mayer. All right. The Democrats are hatching a sinister plot To make the country turn to a new way of thought Compassion and tolerance trying to inspire us With their woke mind virus Mind virus Sharing facts and data and boosting awareness Of discrimination and systemic unfairness Till we need all those bleeding heart liberals to admire us For spreading woke mind virus Mind virus It'll shake you up and wake you up and open your mind You'll surge with an urge to be generous and kind When you least expect it, you could be infected By rainbows and pronouns and love, oh my! Conservatives hate wokeness, so they malign it But put them on the spot and they can't really define it Except it's something scary, their wary will hardwire us With evil woke mind virus Mind virus It's amazing what nonsense these idiots fetch up Like boycotting beer and fearing woke ketchup and one thing that never occurs to those sheep is that the opposite of woke is asleep. <laughs> Plus it turns out preaching hate is a losing campaign, especially when all you do is whine and complain, and more and more Americans are actually desirous to catch woke mind virus. Our vegan overlords require us to give everybody woke mind virus. We're stoking woke mind virus. Don't stop the video just yet. It's Lauren with a very quick reminder that these videos don't. I'm here with Lauren Mayer. How you doing, Lauren? I'm great. Good to see you. How are you? Good. So tell us about the woke mind virus. Oh, it's scary. It's evil. They're onto our plot. Kind of reminds me of when I was like in high school and college and guys were convinced that women only went to the bathroom in pairs because they were, you know, 
planning something awful. And I thought, oh yeah, they're on to us. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel now. Like conservatives have gotten, we really do want to infect everybody with this. I mean, it's because of all the culture war crap. And I just thought I'd have some fun with it and just say, yeah, we are admitting it. We, we have an evil plot to turn everybody vegan and woke. And it's hysterical because as scared as they are of it, they can't define it. Yeah, it reminds me of like the gay agenda, like which I saw somebody illustrate as like one, you know, what get up two, shower three, you know, I forget what the third one was, but it was something ridiculous. And then like four was go to work. I'm like, yeah, that's the gay agenda. Um, or, you know, they, they, like a lot of when that stuff was going my gay friends would say, we don't want them on our team. We're not trying to recruit those folks. Right. <laughs> and my favorite was there was a woman who wrote a whole book about how woke was infecting schools. And she's one of these Bible thumping moms, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of wrote this whole book and she did a couple of interviews. So what exactly is woke? And she couldn't define it. She wrote a book about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard that, that same story repeated several times. All right. I just did a quick Google and the, the only gay agenda comic I can find is Monday, be gay, Tuesday, tacos, Wednesday, be gay. And it goes on from there. Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the woke agenda too. Yeah. You know, my, my woke agenda is wake up. <laughs> right. So when I heard this song, I was like, Oh, this is like supposed to be scary music. We should have posted this before Halloween. Yeah, on the other hand, it's not specifically about Halloween and, you know, this stuff is going on year round. So there's scary stuff year round. Mm -hmm. True. Halloween should have a whole month anyway. Yes, I agree. So We didn't have like hardly any. I don't think we had any Halloween related songs this year. Oh, wow. I don't know what the hell happened. These I people are letting me down. Well, well I mean, I'm one of them. I, I. Because I posted a song on the 27th that wasn't Halloween related. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple you can make arguments for. I mean, Jeff Whitmire posted the Stabby Road medley, which is about horror movies, which, you know. That's kind of Halloween-ish. But then Luke did the Ghost and Molly McGee, which is a Disney show. Okay. That's it, really. That's that's it. Well, I'll write you something Halloween for next year. I'll need All right. From politics. Okay. But it's hard to take a break from politics these days because, hey. <laughs> yes it sums it up perfectly <laughs> it's going to be hard i'm going to be off for the next two week, two and a half weeks because i'm um going to be on an east coast trip i'm doing a couple of gigs and i'm meeting my brand new first grandchild congratulations and so i'm not gonna i'm gonna pre-post a couple of planned things but it's going to be hard not to want to jump in. I mean, I could write a new song every day. Yeah, you could. Yeah. It's nuts, but I have to restrain myself and that's going to be tough. So with this particular song, did you write this as one of your YouTube songs or did you write this special for the Fump? Yes. I wrote it for a YouTube song and for the Fump. Okay. Because I figured the Fump would appreciate the, I mean, I, I, Yes, it's political, but I try with my funk songs not to go full on. I'm a screaming, raging, feminazi, progressive liberal. <laughs> because 
that, and, and, and not that the woke thing hasn't been politicized too, but I wanted to do something that was a little bit funnier and a little bit more, you know, whatever, um, a little more generic, not generic, um, general audience, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it was for both. But I mean, I, I do a song every week, so I hope you'll forgive me for multi-purposing them. And oh no, yeah, yeah, that's totally cool. I was just wondering if this was like a song you intended to post on your YouTube channel, and then you were like, oh, I guess the Fump would appreciate that, or vice versa, or both, or whatever. At the same time, I came up with the idea, and I thought, ooh, this would be good for Fump, and then this would be good for my YouTube. Um, <clears> and I didn't get it. And then by the time I thought of submitting it to Fump, all the dates were taken. So. Um, so what I need to yeah, do we're is, we're scheduled like way out all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. Well, it's because you've become popular and you're, you, a lot of people want to be part of it. So that's great. So what I'm going to probably do next time is I haven't I'll snag another date now that it's live and then I'll try to write something that week or the shortly before. <laughs> okay. It's a sickness. I did my song for the week. I wrote it yesterday morning and recorded it today so I can put it out Friday, like, you know, pre-posted because I'm leaving tomorrow for my trip. But I'm getting to the point where I can write a new song in a half an hour if I have to, which is not <laughs> ideal. It's stressful, but, you know, you do what you got to do. You are never going to run out of content. Oh, my God. My slogan for my YouTube channel is so much material, so little time. Yes. Yes, that's so appropriate. I mean, I when I I love to tell this story when I first started doing these songs in 2012 when I thought political discourse had hit an all time low. And how low can you go? We're still trying to find out. And after um, uh, after the election, from like 2013 to 2015, there was there were really weeks where there wasn't much. I wrote one about John Boehner's tan. I wrote one about the Congressional Budget Office scoring system. I wrote one about the difference between a caucus and a primary. I mean, I was scraping the bit. Yeah, yeah. But I now it's, I have 47 topics. What do I want to write? Or what inspires me? You know, or what has the best memes that I found online to put in my videos? <laughs> if I've had a really good cartoon, sometimes that decides the topic. Oh, that's a cool. Well, yeah, it's always good to get help. I don't know if all fun people know I do this weekly video thing. So I put out a video every week and I, I was a high school debater. I feel like I have to have evidence to um, back up my points. So I put little, I started doing like little clips from articles and then some headlines or some charts with statistics. But then I started putting memes and cartoons in to prove my point. So... I try to mix it up a little bit, but yeah, if I find a good cartoon that picks the song. That works. Yeah. So where are you going to be on the East coast? I'm going to be in long Island for a couple of days, seeing my in-laws. This is my East coast tour. Huh? And then we're going up to uh, Massachusetts outside of Salem where my son and daughter-in-law live with my new grandbaby. And I get to spend about a week with them. Then I'm going to have a night in New Haven. My husband's never seen the Yale campus, so I'm going to give him a little tour of where I went to school. Then I'm doing a house concert in Baltimore, and then I'm doing a synagogue concert in Philadelphia. So nice. But I will come back to the New Jersey area because I've got a couple of friends <clears throat> in New Jersey I'm not going to make it to this time. So maybe. And where are you again? I'm way up north. If you... If you... If you look up uh, where Action Park is or Mountain Creek, they call it now, that's where I live. 
Up north in New York State or Jersey? Up north in New Jersey, up in the the, the see the the thing is, um, New Jersey is divided into three sections. There's the bottom quarter of the state, which is South Jersey, that's Atlantic City. Then there's the central quarter of the state, which is the Philadelphia area. And then the north quarter of the state, which is Newark. And then there's a fourth quarter of the state up here that everybody doesn't know about. They just forget that it exists. That's where I live. I live an hour north of what most people consider northern New Jersey. Oh, okay. Because my the, the, the new dad's son went to um, Ryder University, which is near Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. So like, is that the second quarter or the top? Yeah, that's the top quarter. That Rutgers is about an hour and 20 minutes, I think. My son's gone swimming there a few times for, for meets. Okay. So I probably passed your house when I was driving to visit him. All this yeah, time. unlikely. <laughs> but uh if you if you ever get a moment there's a there's a uh a very entertaining documentary called uh class action park about action park slash mountain creek the water park that's like two miles from where i live no it's- you know what actually that's the one so my my husband went there as a kid okay and got badly you know like he wasn't injured to the point of hospitalization but like some burned got a, a friction burn all over his legs because yeah that's the place yep yeah <laughs> yep 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 so he's been there so okay what's the name of the park again uh, right now it's called mountain creek it used to be called action park action park I'm gonna yeah that's hysterical yeah the documentary is called class action park it's yes, really interesting yeah that. yeah they thought about it but you know his parents didn't know anything and so like, oh he got hurt yeah, when I when I was in high school, it was like a badge of honor to go to Action Park and come back without any broken bones. You know, it was like, yeah. oh man, you made it! All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I will be avoiding that park, but I'll wave at your house if I can. Okay. Say. All right. Cool. All right. So, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um. Well, my YouTube channel, Psycho Supermom. Um, I am hoping to do more East Coast tours of like house concerts and shows. So I've got two main shows that I'm shopping around. One is Don't Mind Me, I'll Just Sit Here in the Dark, which is Reframing the Jewish Mother Show. That's my mm-hmm. latest album. And it actually, although it's funny as comedy, I'm making a serious point, which is the Jewish mother stereotype is inaccurate and based on misogyny and anti-Semitism, neither of which we really need more of these days. So I've got that. And then I've just got all my general funny thump songs and political songs and hoping to do some fundraisers to help make sure that democracy survives 2024. So I got that. And then the musical that I wrote about Marie Dressler is going to have a workshop at the San Francisco Conservatory of Music in January, and that will be available streaming. So I will get you information about that and it'll go on the thump calendar. Great. Yeah. Let us know and, and we'll plug it in the news here and, and, you know, whatever we can. Great. But yeah, I'm going to start doing a couple more East Coast tours now that I've got a grandchild to visit. I'm going to be back East. You got a reason to come out. So. I have a great reason to come out. And if I do a gig, then I can write it off on my taxes. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for letting me do this. And we will catch you next time. To keep the pump going and I'll see you soon. This is the fun. I've got the liar's clue and the biggest parody. Some video game versions I can play on my screen. 24 imposters because I like those properties. And this got the wise clue because I get the charities. Of course, I have the movie and the documentary too. And this is for everyone who says I don't have a clue. And in the end, when I was facing a fate worse than death, she became a wraith of joy and rescued me and set us free. Not bad for the first season of Bali McGee. 
I mean, when it comes down to it, you kids are jiggy, crunk, trill, funky fresh, and super dead. No, no, no. That's the Funny Music Project at theflump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, Kate Micucci has a new children's album out. And uh, this is a legitimate children's album. This isn't like if Garfunkel and Oates wrote a children's album. Um, The new album is called My Hat. Uh, It's not all funny songs. About half of them are funny, but they're all kind of weird and silly at least. Um, this is available on all the favorite streaming platforms and all the usual places. She also, I think, just recently joined TikTok, so you can find her on there as well. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I follow her on uh, Instagram. Um, apparently, I found out recently she is Oats. I wasn't sure who was who. So she is Oats, apparently, officially. <laughs> <laughs> Honey bunches of Oats. Yes. Um, and uh, one of the things that, as I was packing up, uh, all of those orders one of them was a tile shirt so i figured i would take inventory i only have a handful of tile shirts left so i figured i would mention this in case anyone want would want some i have a handful of small i have two medium and i have two three xls and that's it so if you happen to fit one of those sizes and would like a tile shirt get it now because i ain't making any more of these uh, you can order it, now at thefump.com. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, if there's anyone out here who doesn't know what the tile thing is all about, go to cdsw.bandcamp.com, and you can hear all three of the albums by uh, Cirque du So What, the sketch comedy group featuring myself, Devo Spice, uh, Worm Quartet's uh, Shoebox, and Chris Mezzalesta of Power Salad. Yeah. Yep. And that's all the news I got. Do you have anything? Nope. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Sundays online, Two Sleeps. Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 10th and 11th in Medford, Oregon, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 11th in Houston, Texas, the Consortium of Genius. On the 12th in Portland, Oregon, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Okay, got a bunch of Phil Johnsons. On the 13th in Medford, Oregon. On the 16th in Bend, Oregon. And on the 17th and 18th in Richland, Washington, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And on the 18th in Columbus, Ohio, Carla Albrecht. And birthdays coming up on the 13th. We have two. We have Dr. Vern from Cy Fried and Glenn Raphael. Two people we haven't heard from in a while, so... Mm-hmm. All right, let me ping Steve and see if he is ready for us. Because we're ready for him. Ah, there he is. Hey guys. Hi. Perfect timing. Really? Really. That never happens. Yes. So uh, give us a quick intro to this song and we'll give it a listen. Uh, I came up with a stupid parody idea for Fest 23, and it didn't win. <laughs> All well, right. It could have. 
Here is I Fell Off the Chairlift by Steve Goody. So I think I know why this didn't win <laughs> because this is a good idea. We, we were looking for <laughs> dumb ideas. You see, it is a good, dumb idea. So what's funny is I don't remember you doing this at Fump Fest, but the, like thinking back to Fump Fest, it was all just a blur because I spent the entire weekend trying to finish up the shit that I had, didn't have done yeah, in time. You. So, <laughs> Like, I don't remember you doing this song at all. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the recording. Not only were you in the room when I did it, you were in our hotel room when I was rehearsing it. Yes. (laughs) 
I do remember that because you originally were rehearsing right. Burt's No Good, which I right. informed you was you already a bump song. Me. Been done 12 years ago. <laughs> Thank you very so, much. Yeah, I, that was you were one of the first people up uh, for non-parody ideas, and I was, you know, in, in making my notes, you know, for picking as the judge picking, you know, who would be the preliminary people that we'd have the audience vote on. It's like as soon as you hit the chorus, I'm like, yep, he's going in this one. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> so yeah, oh, you were you were you were my early, you know, front runner for who was going to win. So <laughs> thanks. And then Sulu, <laughs> Sulu was so upset when she saw this online. That that I didn't get a golden spatula. She made me a golden flapjacks award. Nice. Aw, do you have it? <laughs> it? It's I could print it out. It's just a piece of paper. Oh, oh okay. It's cute. <laughs> Thank you, Sulu. That's awesome. <laughs> and then she was the one who suggested that I put in um, uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. And then I thought, oh yeah, we should do Sonny Bono too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too soon. I yeah, I think 25 years is just about enough time. That's, that's enough, yeah. He's fine. <laughs> so I, I also, speaking of <laughs> things like this, uh, you know, horrible skiing accidents, I just wanted to point out for all of the youngins who have no idea what the reference is. Um, so there used to be a show, uh, I mean, for all I know, it's still on technically or in some form, but it was called ABC's Wide, Worlds of, ABC's Wide World of Sports. And it began with... Um, this montage of clips and with some voiceover person going spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, the human drama of athletic competition. This is ABC's wide world of sports. And it, it was stretched out longer than that. But the thing was for all the years, they kept that going and changing out the clips. The clip that was always the agony of defeat is this poor skier who just completely racks himself and destroys himself like coming down a thing and about to hit a ski jump. I just looked it up. Uh, his name apparently was Vinko Bogataj. And uh, yeah, it, uh, apparently that happened on um, March 21st, 1970. And it probably would have just gone away completely if it weren't for the fact that ABC had happened to be there filming it and then that was the guy we saw every week completely eat it on Wide World of Sports. Yeah, because he fell uh, off a, a ski jump. He fell on the way down of a ski jump and then and fell off the sides of it and tumbled. And they found his head over there and his <laughs> arm over there. Actually, from what I remember, he was not seriously injured. No, it looked a lot worse than yeah. it was. Yeah. Which is why so it just go to, go to YouTube and Yeah, go to YouTube and look up ABC's Wide World of Sports intro and you can see it like this guy man it's <laughs> what's funny is i actually had his name in the lyrics for a while before i finished this song but then listening to back even i couldn't understand what the hell i was saying oh yeah that's his name <laughs> nobody knows that name so I, I changed it out yeah i didn't know it till just now when i looked it up so yeah, yeah I, I, hey, I, once I again that luke can read yes i mean when you rack yourself like that going down a ski lift that is definitely an unhealthy motion <laughs> <laughs> Well done. And I like putting in that you're a fake ski instructor. Yes. Because I can't get fake adult out of my head. If it enters my head in the morning, it will be there all day. Hooray! Not hooray! Bad. Bad comedy. I, I made one original song people like. <laughs> well, maybe two. People like you don't know, Jack. Um... So, I actually saw this happen. Like, people falling off of a, a chairlift really? when, I was, when I was in high school. <laughs> Um, we had a, a school trip to Mount Snow in Vermont, 
And at the time, this would have been probably winter of 8990, maybe 9091. I think it was 8990. And they had what they called a gondola. It was just a um, a chairlift that had uh, like a it was like an egg. It looked like an Easter egg and the the doors kind of opened and closed around you just to keep the air out and it was one of those things where they have them now for high speed chairlifts where it goes really slow around the loading area and then it kind of rolls down and and then it it reconnects to the faster cable and goes up that goes up the uh the hill on the faster cable then when you get to the top it disconnects from the faster cable and reconnects to the slow one to go around so you can get off easier so this gondola did that except it was just a two-seater most of the high-speed chairs are four-seaters now so i'm guessing what happened was wait (laughs) no okay wasn't a skiing trip after all we were (laughs) going hunting no what happened was um there were a bunch of asshole kids on it who were making the thing bounce up and down and the cable actually came off of one of the wheels in the tower Oh, man. So the cable was still going because it was on most of the wheels, but it was off of one of them. So this chair gets up to the to the tower and hits the the you know, it's it's not lined up where it's supposed to be. So it doesn't fit through anymore. It hits the tower and stops and the cable <laughs> is still going. So the chair behind it comes up, smashes into the back of that one and it's still going chair behind that one comes up smashes into so now there's three chairs and by this time i was on a parallel chairlift going up right next to it and this um when this happened after the third one hit the first um the first one fell and it was (laughs) it was probably about 30 feet high it wasn't like you know it wasn't like 100 feet up or anything but it was about 30 feet up and then that shook the wire and like two more chairs from further down fell off and then it they just kept going and then finally they had like five of the chairs stuck on this one cable at, at this one tower and then it finally stopped and we were like on the chairlift next to it we were screaming like trying to relay information up the chairlift or down the chairlift to the people on either end so they could stop it and we thought finally somebody got the message but no what happened was there was so much weight on the cable that it pulled it down and it triggered a safety mechanism that stopped the chairlift mm-hmm. so I, I actually watched one guy jump out as his as his chair was approaching the 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 traffic jam so before it crashed into it he you know forced open the thing and jumped out he was the only one who got hurt he broke his ankle <laughs> everyone else was okay wow. man but, and that's yes. the kind of thing they want to put up signs don't bounce up and down on these things yes but then that's, that's why to to give teenagers <laughs> ideas so 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 that was exciting. So uh, a couple of my friends, after we witnessed that, they they skied down and they went right to the bus. They didn't do any more skiing that day. And I was like, well, I, I still want to ski. So I kept going. I was like, well, what are the odds of that happening again? You know? <laughs> I think they're exactly the same as they were before. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then they had to get like 
they had to get like the um some type of ladder mechanism out to get people down one at a time because they couldn't move the the chairlift at all so it took them hours to get everybody off that's why you can't remember my song at Fump Fest because it triggered all these bad memories. Yeah, that's that's what happened. I was flashing back to when I was skiing in high school. <laughs> oh, good times, yeah. So, so yeah, the only thing I remember about dumb parody ideas is um, Bonnie Gordon on stage with a squirrel. That's all I remember. Is she's up there holding the squirrel, singing about the squirrel, and that's all I remember about dumb parody. Yeah, because because during uh, I think it was during the onstage Fumpcast. Yeah, because I was plugging the whole um, the whole thing with you know my uh, your your top fifty, top 50, the top 50 poll. poll. Yeah, and and I mentioned how somebody in the past, you know, the last time I did it, had screwed up and kept voting for the same song, which was. A song called "I Kissed a Squirrel," which, for those who never heard it, was a um, a parody of the Jill Sobiel song called "I Kissed a Girl," uh, done way back when uh, in the '90s, and it was basically a big inside joke song with about you know we and my friends and my brothers had these sketches we did, and we invented this weird character who really liked this squirrel that we called the Viking Squirrel. It was basically a doll of. Um, of uh, Fievel from uh, the American Tale movies, but we put a Viking helmet on him and pull his ear through the Viking <laughs> horn part holes, so he got known as the Viking Squirrel, and it was a bunch of jokes, so I wrote a parody of I Kissed a Girl called I Kissed a Squirrel, ha ha ha, and then I put it on my album, <laughs> because back in 1996 or 97, whenever it happened, like the idea of like I can record my voice and have it digitized onto a CD was so incredibly novel and hilarious that, you know, I made dumb choices like that and (laughs) actually went to the effort to record that song with my brother and his friends and put it on an album and so somebody kept voting for that song over and over so i explained that on stage and then bonnie having heard that story decided that she needed to do her a parody (laughs) of um uh i kissed a girl by uh katie perry about my song i kissed a squirrel in the pole or whatever else it was it was all about and no she did uh she did a parody of kiss the girl from um little mermaid Oh, that's what it was you're right you're right but I, but I think when she was talking about it, she, that she was under the impression that it was the other song yeah. that I had parodied. But yeah, so she did "Kiss the Squirrel," and those the society that was just outside the main stage room that had all of these uh, um, skunks and stuff. They also happened to have a, a little squirrel there, so she, they literally brought a squirrel on stage for her to be holding, <laughs> and she was able to actually kiss a squirrel during her song kiss the squirrel see this is why i question the whole stupid parody idea judging system because (laughs) there's bonnie gordon who's awesome with a live fucking squirrel right still doesn't win (laughs) what do you have to do Uh, i don't know (laughs) there's a there's sometimes when i'll see things that when i don't want to say what things they were but over the whatever it's been 12, 13 years of the Logan Awards, there's some things that I've won where I've said, that absolutely did not deserve to win over other <laughs> things in that category. But I keep that to myself because I don't want to cause any uh, brouhaha's. Well, that happens you know, with yeah. every every award of any kind. Oh, you know, you're watching the Oscars or the Emmys or whatever. Fest 2021, uh, Worm Court, I mean, Shoebox's entry for the funny, <laughs> that was absolutely the yes. right one. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, you guys get it right. (laughs) (laughs) 
that so one might yeah. win dumbest parody of all time if we did like <laughs> a showdown that was such a great yeah, like if we had to do like a brackets thing of all of the dumb parody ideas winners and <laughs> actually um d snyder is on cameo and i am so tempted to <laughs> oh like, yes like just get his reaction to the video yes <laughs> Oh my God! Can you make that happen? I I, I probably can. Like yeah, like fifty bucks, right? Something like that, like fifty on, or seventy-five bucks. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> hey, that reminds me. Speaking of cameo things, I don't know if you guys caught this. Um, can you can you make it possible for me to share a video? I uh, maybe on this year's Zoom call. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think since you're the host, you'd have to like allow sharing on your thing, and then he'd be allowed to share. Or you yep. can make me a co-host. Uh, yeah, that would probably be easier. How do I do that? I'm going to go get a soda. I've stumped the band. More. Uh, make host. Okay, you are now the host. Ooh, neat. Power, which I will heartily abuse. All right. Um, Luke, I hate for you to miss this. But, okay, I'll do a little setup for it. My birthday was on Saturday. And our friend Sulu knew that. And she was having lunch with a couple of dignitaries out there in L.A. And so she sent, she, you know how Sulu is. She's, she's very pushy in the best way. And so she did this, and then I made this out of this, and here we go. I had a birthday today, and it was pretty awesome. I have friends all over the world, and so I couldn't see all of them, but the friends that I have who live here in Nashville, where I live, took me to lunch today at a restaurant on the lake, and it's not just on the lake, it's on the lake. It has pontoons and it floats. Uh, I have some other friends who couldn't make it, and they wanted to say hi to me, which was really nice of them. Thanks, Dr. Demento. Oh, who's that with you? Hey Steve, how you doing? Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday here you on a floating restaurant. I'm so jealous. I wish I was on a floating restaurant. How do you how do you get a floating restaurant? That's crazy. Anyway, happy birthday. Uh, hopefully we'll see you on your next birthday. And say something about what he does, his parodies of your songs. He knows he does parodies of my songs. Why, why should I tell him that? <laughs> I just tell. Thank you for doing Dumbledore. Thank you for everything, Steve. We love you. And there you have it. <laughs> I just, I, it's like, say nice things to him. <laughs> do you remember there? Do you remember the Ben Stiller show? Uh, there was mm-hmm. a um, a sketch comedy show that he did on Fox in the nineties, yeah, for like five and, seconds. Yes. Yeah, and uh, he had this character, and the whole bit was like they'd find some celebrity like. Like, I don't know, Gary Coleman or like or somebody else. And the sketch was always like in a restaurant and he'd be like, Hey, come over here. My my girlfriend's over here. Uh, come say that line. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's like that that's totally what that's totally what Sula reminded me of just now. Like, Telling me like Dumbledore, do it. Do it. <laughs> We're thinking of Adding a segment with her to our virtual comedy show every week, um, Sulu's Celebrity Corner, and she'll just go bother someone because she's <laughs> so good at it. I have to limit it to a minute. That's going to be the tricky part. You yeah, only that's, get... that's the hard part. Hey, remember when she was at Fump Fest when Dr. Demento was there and we oh. had that big group picture for the 50th anniversary, so we put Dr. Demento on a chair right in the middle and we all stood around him? And where did Sulu decide to sit? 
On his lap? On Dr. Demento's lap, <laughs> blocking his view <laughs> during our big 50th anniversary photo. We can barely see Barry because Sulu chose to sit on his lap, you know, like a normal person would in that situation. God bless her. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm sure we can get another shot of the picture at the 100th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. No problem. <laughs> I think I've talked her into letting me do a house concert at her house next April when I'm on the West Coast. Oh, and cool. That's just nice. Insane. I wonder if I'll even get any time on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can open for her. You can do right. your set yeah. and then I'll have her do first. a set. I will get to say something, yeah. and then all bets are off. <laughs> all right. her describing your song, it's like... He talks about chasers and beaters, and then it's all this stuff, and then it's really fast. You're really going to <laughs> And we're out of time. We'll do this next year. And then she'll want to sit on my lap during the picture. <laughs> all right. Raffle so... that off at the next Fump Fest. Sit right, on yeah. Steve's lap during his show. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> All right, so do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I would like to plug that 11 days from now, November 20th, Devo Spice will be our guest on the, our musical guest on the virtual comedy show. Yay! Woo! At eight, uh, 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but before that, although this isn't really a plug, it's just, I think I said this, but I'll say it again. On the 18th of this month, which is a week from Saturday, I'll be filming a PBS show called Songs at the Center. My friend Eric Nesda has been doing this for 10 years. He first had like one PBS affiliate. Now he has over 100 all over the country. Nice. He said, let's do a funny one. And I said, sounds great. And he said, who would you want to have on the show with you if you, if you had to pick one funny musician? I said, Carl Albrecht. And he got her somehow. I think it has something to do with money and airfare and a hotel. <laughs> so, yay, that'll be fun. Awesome. And it'll probably air, probably air earlier next year. Nice. Excellent. All right. Let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. <laughs> this is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Alvarant. 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 Alvarant wrote, In reference to putting things on Big Macs last week, a pizza parlor in my hometown has a thing called Big Marv, which is a Big Mac if it was a pizza. Thousand Island beef, onion, cheddar, and mozzarella topped with lettuce and pickle. I'm convinced any hot sandwich can be converted into a pizza. I dare anyone to prove me wrong. No, you're right. You can pretty much make anything into a pizza. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that is all the feedback we got. <laughs> so that's teasing. one of the first pieces of feedback that, it, that involves feeding. Kind of guy. True. Yes. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Bad Beth and Beyond. Beyond. And Tuesday's song is not yet posted. 
So, uh, and in case anyone's wondering, last week we teased that Tony Goldmark was supposed to have a song this week. Uh, Tony decided to postpone his song till later in the year. So that's why I moved Steve from his coveted Sunday slot to a normal slot. So, just because that was the easiest way to, f- to update the schedule. So, Word. I need a playlist topic for this week. What should I do for the Spotify playlist? Rodents, skiing accidents. <laughs> I don't Rodents think there's an, I don't think there's enough songs about skiing accidents. Rodents. <laughs> I can only think of one at the moment. Rodents. I, I, there's probably enough rodent songs. I'll have to check the Doctor Demento playlist. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm sure I can find enough. Okay, cool. Hey, I'm an influencer. <laughs> you influenced me. Hey. <laughs> All right, uh, Lauren Mayer is on YouTube at Psycho Supermom, and she's at LaurenMayer.com. Steve, plug yourself one more time. SteveGoody.com. That's SteveGoody.com. And everybody go see the Marvels with Captain Marvel. Woo! There we go. <laughs> I, I can't wait for that movie, and I can't wait for Bad CGI Gator. Have you seen the trailers for that one? No, I have not. I, I am mad that I am not in this movie. <laughs> it's it's literally called Bad CGI Gator. Look it up when you get a chance. <laughs> that and Cocaine Bear. What a double feature that'll be someday. Yes, yeah. It's along those same lines. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> I really hope they get uh, Meredith Stallinger, who was in Lake Placid, to be in the movie. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And look, there's Steve. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, I've got some hair left. Um, I don't know how, I don't know where to go from there.